This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Enjoy. We are so lucky this morning to be joined live into the studios, two of Australia's biggest heavyweights in the music and theatre scene. It's acclaimed music director, Mr. John Foreman. Good morning. As well as all-round entertainer and damn well good-looking young man, Mr. Oh. Rob Mills. Oh, thanks. Uh, I feel bad for John. Didn't get I the uh, same intro. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... <laughs> He's very I, handsome. As well. He's never, very handsome. I've never been very kind of you. That's a nice make good. I've never been described as a heavyweight before. Uh, but what, what, what do you weigh, Rob? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm definitely in the uh, featherweight division. We're, we're both very light men, aren't we? Well, well, come on, heavyweight in the music industry, mate. John, you've been there since you know. Eighteen fifty six. Yes, the good old days of Bert. Oh, I had I had a great time with Bert. You must have been so young. Oh, you must have been a oh, teenager in those yeah. days. I was a teenager. I started with Bert when I was, when I was nineteen, and it's actually God, you were. I, mean, I was having 19. a look at pictures. And I think you looked twelve. But like, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's funny because I was actually, you know, it, it's been a while since I've been up at this hour, and mm. this was, you know, with, with Bert's <laughs> Bert's show. We, you know, we're all in there, bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to go at this time of day. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see the sunshine again. Well, yeah, we're, we're so happy to have you here. Thank you. So, Lovely to be here. Gentlemen, there's a very special one-off concert held at Hamer Hall in October, celebrating the life and career of the sadly departed George Michael. Mm. But it's going to be a gorgeous show. John, as the musical director of the show, George Michael, Listen to Your Heart, what are we in for? Oh, we're in for a fantastic night. We've got an orchestra on stage and these fabulous artists like Rob Mills, of course, and uh, Brittany Stevens and uh, Sheldon Riley, who was so fantastic on The Voice. And uh, you what? have a concerned look on your face. No, no, Bobby Fox. Oh, Bobby Fox. And I was thinking as well. I just looked up um, that we have a new a new audition for this concert. We've done the concert before in Adelaide, mm. Sydney at the Opera House. Yes, just standing ovations. I know someone who went to the Opera House and said it was fantastic. Do not miss. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it it really is a a, a, night, a night of nights, but. Uh, what I what I like most about it is not only do you get a few heavyweights on stage, but you also get a cup, couple of young emerging talents as well. We talked about Sheldon Riley, but um, there's a guy. Oh, called he's Crudy, great. A guy called Crudy Black as well, who was uh, who was on the. Blo- he was on the Voice. On, yeah, he's a great singer. Uh, inc- yeah. incredible singer. So I'm really looking forward to meeting him and and uh, treating the boards with Prinny again. I love pr- love Prinny and Bobby Fox is just. Uh, oh, from Jersey Boys. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and Hugh Sheridan, Hugh and Bobby, very cheeky men. Yeah, Hugh Sheridan, of course, international superstar, of course. And and the great thing is that these artists are... It, it's a tribute to George Michael, but all of the artists are appearing as themselves. No one's dressing up as George or anything like that, so it's not a sort of impersonation concert. You get to see these artists in concert, which is great in and of itself, uh, but we're all, I guess, sharing our experiences of growing up with George Michael music yeah. and the opportunity for fans to hear it with the orchestra I think makes sense because I think George Michael was actually quite a fan of the orchestra towards the end of his career he had more orchestral elements so I think you know I mean I don't know this for a fact but I think if he was still with us he'd probably be doing his songs in an orchestral setting because I think he'd enjoy it. Well he loved that whole soul sound didn't he? I mean that was where he that was his roots he wanted to sing gospel you know if you would have thought about where he wanted to be. Yeah 100% I I think he was one of the first um, sort of artists to, to bring sort of R&B and funk to, to pop like and yeah. he was he was frowned upon like and like yeah, la- Sony la- wasn't very happy la- were they a little bit, yeah. like what, what was that pop rock stuff going he's like well that's not what I do I I'm, I love soul. I love R and B, and that's what I want to try and bring. He goes, but you're white, <laughs> yeah, I am, and you're British. He's like, yeah, but 
Uh, this is where this is where my voice sits. This is the, the style of music, and God love him. Stuck to his stuck to his guns and and made incredible music throughout his career. Yeah. So with the thirty piece yeah. orchestra on stage, is it going to be a totally different sound for you? Are we going to be hearing Wham's "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" <laughs> done with the orchestra? It's funny. You, would, I was just thinking about that particular track as Rob was talking because even as far back as the Wham thing, it's still got the great brass line in it and it's still got this fantastic bass line, this swingy kind of thing going. So what at first seems like bubblegum pop when you have to take it apart and and arrange it and, and analyse it, you actually realise it's a lot more complex than it sounds. But we want to be faithful to the original feeling of the songs. We don't want, you know, there are some moments where it's good to kind of reinterpret uh, music, but I think for something like "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" or you know, um, uh, "Careless oh. Whisper," you, yeah, you, you yeah, know, yeah. "Careless Whisper," you've still got the saxophone there. We're not replacing the saxophone with strings; we're enhancing it. Oh, with fantastic! A bit of string amazing, amazing idea. When did the idea come about? Well, John, I would say it was probably a couple of years ago. Uh, we've done it a few times now. Yeah. Um, is it the mastermind of you, Craig? No, no, no. Craig McMahon, a friend of ours who's a producer who uh, developed the idea, I think, originally with uh, the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra. I think is where we did it first. Yep. And then we went to Sydney, and now here we are in Melbourne. So it's been sitting there for a little while. And yeah. also, we should tell our, tell our friends... Um, that we're actually doing a concert up in the Gold Coast as well. Oh, that's right. Do you have listenership up in the Gold Coast? We Why not? do. Why not? So you're going to be at the everywhere. Star Gold Coast on Saturday, October the 19th, you which you'll be here at national? the Hamer Hall oh, yes. Art Centre. Well, oh, we've we so got podcasting. Yeah, oh, of course. Off. You're you know, worldwide. The greys are everywhere, sweetheart. And, you and, know also, and also, there'd be a lot of people going up for a little holiday that time of year, wouldn't they? Correct. To the holiday house. Digitally listen these days. Oh, Digitally listen. The Golden Coast. <laughs> yeah, love it. Look, I, I was going through, I mean, George Michael, to me, we're talking during the break that I was old enough to actually see Wham in 1985, then to go back and see George as a, in 2010. Fantastic. But when you go through, George Michael released only five solo studio albums. One of those was the total covers through. Wham! only released two albums, three the final. There's such a... For such a small amount of music that he released, it was such a very big impact. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was more we were obsessed with his... Uh, out of music antics, more so than, oh, we're finally starting to get on with his music now. I think we, we talk about it in the show, John, we talk about just, uh, and unfortunately we don't, we don't realise sometimes until the person uh, leaves us, is just how important he was to the music industry. Um, for some, we, we always talk about Madonna, we talk about Kylie, the reimagining of pop stars throughout their, you know, their, uh, the, throughout the decades, but no one did it better than George Michael, I don't think, for, from Wham! as this oh. young pop star playing these incredible sort of upbeat bangers um, to this soulful, gentle, beautiful ar arrangements of um, uh, classic R&B songs and, and swing songs. And he, he couldn't have done it um, any better. So uh, I don't know, maybe maybe we didn't give him the credit where credit was due when he was alive, but... I think we, we sure know now that, um, yeah, what a superstar he was. By the sound of the show, you're doing it so respectfully as well. The fact that no one's dressing up, it's just a really tasteful evening, which is really exciting to hear you're doing it in such a way. Mm. Well, yeah, look, I mean, there, there, I'm sure there are plenty of great tribute shows that are, are, you know, light, fun kind of things where people dress up, and I'm, I'm sure there are lots of those sorts of shows. But yeah, we, I suppose when you've got 
artists the calibre of my good friend Rob here. Um, you know, we, the audience wants to have a chance to, to see them in concert as well. It's a chance to see these great Australian artists in concert and also to get their impressions of, of George Michael, how their lives have been affected by his music and, you know, re- reflecting on the first time that you might have heard a George Michael song. And it was a bit of a different era then. You know, that's when people would buy a whole album and listen to it as opposed to hearing a song turn up in the context of, of a little playlist. Um, so people were able to go on the journey a little more mm. lyrically with the artist, and I think that it, it was a bit of a different different era. Did George Michael, did, they, did he play a big part in your lives? Um, no, look, I, I, I was in a cover band when I was like right, from the age of 16, so I was always playing George Michael Faith, but I remember the film clips of, of George just having these, you know, the, the supermodels, and I love the fact that he basically said to the record company, I don't want to be in the film clips anymore. I just... You don't need me. I want to. I want to let the music do the talking, but also I want to let these beautiful super <laughs> supermodels do the talking because um, he, he knew sex sells kind of vibe. Um, so for me, I, I I I really enjoyed his music, but it wasn't until we started these concerts a few years ago that I I really fell in love with the, the music and and also it was, it was the storytelling. The more we talked about the the songs that uh, that he'd written it was these beautiful pieces of his own life and his own journey and his own struggles that that he talked about throughout his songs he was a, he's a well, tremendous he always storyteller did that with all his music didn't he i mean he got caught in indiscretion in a bathroom which we were quite true. Yeah, yeah. and then he comes out and puts out one of the best videos you've ever seen a couple of weeks later he he just come out and did a press concert i own it i did it this yeah. is what it is move it on you know yeah. what what a, what a guy to just like yeah to, to completely own it and then Release a banger. What a song as well. Let's go outside. What a song. It was fantastic. But yeah. anyone else would have hidden from it, would have denied it. Did have, oh, yeah. yes, come on, here we go. So. He held the press conference himself, <laughs> which is the best. <laughs> it was really good. What a power play that is. Yeah. No, look, I, I'm so excited. I think this is going to be fantastic. But I just wanted to ask, so you guys met during season one of Idol. Mm. There we go. Music director, Mr. John Foreman. And yep. one of our fantastic stars that come out of that season. But then again, 2012, you go and do the YTT reboot together. Look, yes. let's not talk about it. It, uh, it, still, it still scars. Really? <laughs> no, no, I love, I love the show. You I were just... great on that. Oh, I was great. The kids were great. It's you were funny. Great. No, we, we, we both, we're having a little <laughs> therapy session here. I'll, <laughs> tell you, you know, I'll tell you my scar <laughs> from that particular <laughs> thing. Right. So, you know, the best way to make money out of music is through copyright, songwriting. Okay. And so the producers of that show had said, oh, look, we want you to write a theme for this young talent type. Yes, yes, where do I sign? Where do I sign? <laughs> sure. And then also we want you to write some music, like background music for when the winners are... Yes, yes, yes sure. Yes, yes. What do you what do you need? That's fine. So that, you know, it would be okay while well, we're down at the top two. Rob would be saying these things. And my little bit of dum 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 music was going on. And so we all thought, oh, this is going to be great. This is this show's going to be exported to 45 countries and no, I'll just sit season, at home and yeah. count the royalties as they come in. <laughs> and um, that didn't happen. it didn't happen. So that's my scar from that particular my, season. My, my favourite bit was... Uh, when they made the kids sing a sad song at the end and then shoot a glitter cannon at them while oh, they're all crying. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Okay, you can either do an upbeat song, shoot a glitter cannon, or a sad song and no glitter cannon. They were like, we're doing both. Oh, that's Sad song, great. glitter cannon. You watch it, it's on YouTube, guys. <laughs> I was say, kids crying and shooting a glitter cannon at them. Wow, so you've got tears with little bits of glitter that you've Stuck got to, to their faces. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds fantastic. We should do it to all children. Anyone that cries, shoot a glitter cannon straight at them. Yeah. Cheer them up. Yeah, <laughs> that's a life lesson to learn. But listen, you've been together for all these little shows. It's yes. been a long time together. Come on, spill the goss on each other. So what, you must have a secret. Come on. 
Gossip John, what's going, Rob's? What? What's John's little secret? I don't think we've ever had a crossword, have we? Or have no, we disagreed on things? Just, okay. No, not at all. We just laugh the whole time. Every time, yeah. every time John and I work together, it's non-stop laughs. <laughs>, laughs. We've discovered today you're the attractive one, and I'm not. But that's yeah. okay. <laughs> so that, that's, that's funny. That's just one of those things. Yeah, it? but John, you know, I, I've got a soft spot for you. We've talked. I've, I've got to try yeah. and never met Rob before. I have to make an impression some way or another. I don't really have any gossip other than I've I've told some of the other uh, joy audiences. If you haven't known, I'm literally a block from here so you can see my balcony from your window here playing a dangerous studio. game there my friend <laughs> so that's how close I am to I did the hear you on David and Sue yes yes on Friday and we did arrive this morning with binoculars but it was a little bit too dark out there I do apologise <laughs> the blinds were uh, were kept shut uh, but there are there are times the, the, the blinds are open I suppose that, that is one of the great things though, that came out of Idol is the fact that we've have we've all of us had friendships that have lasted you know mm. some better than others there are some people we inter- all interact with more than others but um, um, it you know th- those sorts of television shows the same with Burt show in a different way but those shows are really a good social hub where people catch up and meet new people and yep. you know musicians as well I'm sure you would have looking yeah. back at you know Gorda. drummers and bass players yeah. and and guitarists and and other musicians and producers and crew that, and crew yeah, as well crew that you, were, you end up working with um, throughout throughout the, uh, your, your whole career and everyone remembers that first you know that first season of Idol and I'm still friends with, with, with a bunch of the, with the guys from the show especially um, my mate Clee who's actually up doing the Harry Potter show yes. at the moment yes. she's studying Hermione right, yeah. so everyone goes oh she's she's still yep she's still going like we're all still, still kicking well, Rob you are doing some fantastic stuff out there in theatre I'm you. just thinking you, you are killing it out there you are I think you're going to be around for a long, long time Thank to you. come. You're doing very well. Life's been okay. Uh, Puffs <laughs> was great last year. If you, uh, for, the, for all your listeners as well, don't forget, Finn Kelly is on Neighbours. Uh, my, my character. Oh, that's Finn correct. Kelly. The horrible school teacher. No, 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 he's, he's good now. He's a good guy. He's, he's good. good. Guy. Oh, has he come good he's again? Good well, it's called Neighbours. Look, don't forget, you guys, George Michael, listen to your heart, is yes. at Hamer Hall on the Art Centre Melbourne on Thursday, October the 17th. One night only, so you're going to have to be quick to get tickets. Those that are in Queensland, you better see it at the Star Gold City on Saturday, October the 19th. Tickets are available from Ticket Tet and the Art Centre Melbourne.com.au. Get them quick because they're going to be selling out. You'll I've, be, I've be got there. mine. You'll be there. Great we'll be dancing. there. Thank you so much for coming in, gentlemen. Thanks, Thanks for having Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.